0: The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoy with United Country Realty, the Law Office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Boning Joint. Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their OrthoQuick walk in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. See sports today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Yeah, there we go. No mo. No mo. No mo. Not forever. No mo. Just for a little bit. It is Thursday, and we are. With nomo, no <laughs> not not hideo nomo, not not forever nomo, but just for a couple days. Nomo yeah. yeah.
1: gets a gets a well-deserved break.
0: It, it is a well-deserved break. That guy works harder than anybody that I know in this business, um, and that's why he's a hall of famer. You know, I mean, let's be real here. You don't just become a Hall of Famer for being lazy. Just all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, you know, I've, I've only been here just under a year now and stuff like that, and that guy's constantly going somewhere or typing something or, you know. <laughs> He's you know, always you know, typing.
0: Never... <laughs> Is he not always typing? Yeah. <laughs> it's like
1: every time you t- I came in one day, he was doing both. It's like, how he had you... He had it one ear, one ear. He was talking to something like that and was typing. it. <laughs>
0: i was like whoa what are you doing and he acts like he can multitask yeah he knows yeah he can do it coach mike good morning good morning how are you um i'm doing all right and it's gonna be a good day a good Thursday it is a awful day outside
1: yeah gotta have <laughs> this is one of those days that make you appreciate the sunny days
0: yeah I mean if you look on if you're seeing our 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 Facebook Live or if you are on Twitter and you're watching or on our website sm tnsportscom you can see the West 7th cam uh it, it's it's raining pretty tough today unfortunately um got some games in yesterday despite the rain um and that's okay you know that, that's that's good I'm glad that they were able to get those in I don't think today's going to happen no
1: it, it's it's Unless they have a really really fast, you know, a, a, one of those turfus fields that drains really really fast, and a cart and a tarp over that,
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. So,
1: Not going to happen anytime soon.
0: And that's okay. that's okay. You know, we'll get we'll get those games in. It's it's getting close to district tournament time. You know, everybody's trying to get those final games in for the season. So should be a uh,
1: a lot of your Wednesday game or you know non district and stuff like that. You're kind of your games to get some some work in and so if they app you know they absolutely can't play them, it's not going to be the
0: end of the world as far as their schedule's concerned and stuff yeah i mean if you've already played two games this week playing another yeah. couple and see today's spring hill supposed to play at brentwood and they're going to play tomorrow uh, tomorrow too so that may have to push that to friday saturday and it can get a whole it can get crazy because spring hill yeah. really needs to to play this brentwood game um after coming off a couple wins over Franklin, they're feeling like they're in a good spot. Um, so hopefully they'll be able to get those in uh, here here soon, or if not um, today, hopefully next couple days. It's supposed to clear up, I think. Um, we can always check the the weather forecast. Let's see here. rain Rain all
1: day. Rain all day.
0: It is supposed to clear up about 10 o'clock tonight. (laughs) It's not supposed to rain tomorrow or Saturday, but then next week, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all rainy. Um, So you better get those games in while you can because next week, early next week, ain't going to be the time. Nope. The the district.
1: uh, We had had our run of nice, sunny, warm days. Now the other side of the coin's got to come.
0: Yeah, that that Division Two Middle Region softball tournament that they drug out over a week and a half is going to end up getting played in four days. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because all the games are going to get rained down. Marathons. There. It's just going to be. And what do you do? Like, I mean, you can't. You're supposed to be playing at the higher seed. I mean, you're going to have to condense some
1: games. Yeah, hey, they're going to have to. They're going to have to get a central location to get all of them in. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, you know. Especially if you're coming up through the losers bracket you're gonna to have to play consecutive games yep. pretty soon or something like that. They're gonna to have to find a central location. And fortunately the pandemic stuff's starting to back off, so that that's yeah. in the realm of possibility. It's not one of those situations where they just absolutely can't do it.
0: Right. Uh um, so we'll we'll see how that works out. Um it sounds like I'm rambling or Coach Mike's rambling over here. We're, we are still waiting on Matt Rogers, who is who is on his way. He's en route, and he will be here uh, momentarily. So uh, to waste some more time, we're not waiting to waste time. We're, I'd say, we're this not wasting here, time. This, this, is, particular, this is an
1: important part of our show now. This
0: particular part of the show is one of the most important <laughs> things we do uh, because we get to give a shout-out to some of our great sponsors. And recognize some fantastic athletes. So let's give you this week's uh, superlatives. What do you say?
1: Go superlatives first. Okay. Go
0: superlatives. All right. all right. Superlatives. All right. Here we go. If you can see me, I- I'm messing with the Facebook Live too. My-, my hand is all up in my camera. This week's custom, st- I'm sorry, end to win life team of the week presented by Custom Stone Handlers. End to win life team of the week. We head down to Lawrenceburg, where the Lawrence County Wildcats had a great week last week. Um, went three and one, including a win over uh, Loretto, and that's always a, a big win for any for anybody in Lawrence County when you you win over a county school. So, um, congratulations to the Wildcats who um, who are our to win life team of the week. That makes our coaches corner. Coach of the Week, Brad White, uh, of Lawrence County High School. So, as I said before, you will see a trend in this direction. (laughs) The Team of the Week and the Coach of the Week will be very similar. Um, Our Covenant Technology Player of the Week from Columbia Academy. It's Malia Hardy. Uh, We kind of did a two-week thing here because Malia Hardy two weeks ago went 10 for 15 with 11 RBIs and four home runs. One of those home runs tied Shelby Birchel-Teakins for the Columbia Academy school record for single-season home runs. Last week had another great week, including the 17th home run that surpassed.
1: I was going to say, she is the new record holder. She is. I understand.
0: Uh, She she surpassed Shelby Birchel-Teakins with uh, her 17th home run. Uh, this past week, and she is our Covenant Technology Player of the Week. Now, the guy who was going to be our Player of the Week, we couldn't, we didn't want to give a Co-Player of the Week, so we found out that Landon Prentice is like the smartest kid in the world. Um, <laughs> so, super, super intelligent young man. And so we are uh, giving him our Scholar Athlete of the Week. Uh, so, Landon Prentice of also Columbia Academy is our Scholar Athlete of the Week because on the field last week he was 2-0, and a win over BJ and Summertown. He allowed six hits, one earned run, and 16 strikeouts in uh, in his two appearances on the bump. So, for the Bulldogs. And he's an honor student. Uh, the, the, the academic accolades are just massively long. So, there you go. Those are our superlatives for the week on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. And now we give you the Thursday rundown.
2: This, the rundown. this is the rundown.
0: As we told you in last night's action, there were a few games Wednesday in baseball. Tullahoma defeated Columbia 5 to 1. It was Coffee County 12, Shelbyville 0. Summit a 10-3 winner over Page and Mount Pleasant fell to Forest 10 to 2. Summertown blanked Fairview 12 nothing. In softball action, Cl- Coffee County was a 10-3 winner over Lawrence County. Loretto down Collinwood 9 to 4 and Clarksville Academy 6, Ezel Harding 4 in the losers bracket of that Division 2 Middle Region tournament. I'm going to give you today's schedule cuz there are some some games that aren't being played here. That may get played elsewhere. I don't know what the weather's like in East Hickman County right now. So.
1: <laughs> Probably not too much different than here. We
0: don't know. We. Yeah. Hey, it,
1: again. It, it can happen. It, it has happened.
0: What was that old McDonald's commercial? Hey, it could happen. It can happen. Um, baseball action at 5 o'clock tonight. East Hickman hosts Columbia Academy. Summertown is set to host Forrest also at 5. Uh, Coleoca hosting Frank Hughes and Santa Fe travels to Perry County to the ballpark at Linden. At 5.30, Community goes to Eagleville. At 6, Richland travels to Loretto. At 6.30, Independence goes to Ravenwood. At P- Summit hosts Paige. And Spring Hill travels to Brentwood. Um, and softball action at 5 o'clock tonight, Independence hosts Dixon County. Mount Pleasant goes to Riverside Christian. And Santa Fe hosts Richland at 5.30. Loretto hosts Collinwood. At 6, It's S- Spring Hill hosting Centennial. Cullioka traveling to Cornersville. Summertown going to Wayne County. And at some point today, uh, Lawrence County will travel to Coffee County uh, in a District 8 AAA matchup. Uh, in the um, in the Division 2 Middle Region Tournament, Battleground Academy, Donaldson Christian winner was set to go to Columbia Academy today, and uh, Zion Christian was set to take on um, Friendship Christian. At Friendship Christian, but that may or may not happen again. So, boys' soccer—we know that Summit at Spring Hill boys' soccer has been canceled for sure. I uh, saw that on Twitter this morning. So, no Summit at Spring Hill soccer tonight. Cullioka set to travel to Zion at six, and Shelbyville uh, set to go to Columbia Central at seven p.m. So, that will take you to the end of today's rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee sports today. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we have Williamson Herald's Charles Pulliam on the line. He will join us for his weekly segment. We appreciate him, and uh, we will get right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Stick around.
1: If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal.
0: school sports and beyond it's on southern middle tennessee sports today that one doesn't have mo's name in it so that's good (laughs) welcome back in to southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid tennessee bone and joint um 22 minutes past the hour so excited to have you here on the show Want well, to welcome in our friends down at uh, WZYX in Franklin County hanging out with us this morning. Don't forget about Al Clark's awesome uh, outdoor show, the Southern Middle Tennessee Outdoors. No relation, but kind of. Um, <laughs> I mean we're not going to we're we're not going to say that it's no relation cuz
1: a little different sport
0: it it's, it is but it's it's southern middle it's still Tennessee still a sport
1: it's still a sport
0: locally radio locally produced radio conversation special guests involving you know TWRA all the fishing and hunting and everything that you can that 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 you love to hear uh it it airs today uh at 105 p.m. and again at 505 p.m. on WZYX uh, it airs again on Saturday at seven o five. So if you're on your way to the lake, you can listen. If you're on your, if you if you're on your way to the woods at seven o five, you're probably late. <laughs> so there's that. But it is a good day here at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today as we are so happy to welcome in a special guest host. And as we like to say, better late than never. Trust me. We've been late. <laughs> We've been late on getting started on this show quite a few times, so it's all good. Or times we want to admit, right? We are proud to have Rose Bowl champion, American Idol finalist, Summit Spartans color analyst, and the brand new PA announcer for the Tennessee Titans, Matt Rogers is in the house. Matt, let's go, baby! How are you guys? Man, it is. It has been a day.
3: Thank you for that applause, by the way. That was so <laughs> fantastic. That was big. Let's give let's
0: let's give him a hand, folks. Uh, we are so excited so excited and happy to have you on the show, Matt. And we are going to let you get in with um, with this guest that we we had to kind of switch up some things this week because. Franklin County's basketball coach and softball coach, quote, resigned after our conversation. It sounded like the resignation was not of his own choosing. Oh, one of those. <laughs> the, the term
1: I used, he was invited to he resign.
0: Was in, he, was in, he was invited <laughs> to resign. So we talked to him on Tuesday. So we, uh, we spoke with Charles Pulliam yesterday, and he has agreed to come back on the show uh, on Thursday for his weekly segment. So... We get him a different day, but at least we've got him. Charles Pulliam on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline brought to you by the Williamson Herald. WilliamsonHerald.com, the best sports coverage in <coughs> Williamson County digitally and on print. Charles, welcome into the show, and thanks for joining us again.
2: Oh, right on. Right on. Well, happy to hear uh, hear Matt there, too, as well. This is
3: great. Yeah. Hey, it's uh, it's nice to talk to you, Charles. I was going to say, I mean, you guys, exciting stuff happening at Centennial, right? Y'all just hired a, a new basketball coach. Uh, how do you feel about that basketball coach? Are you excited, and what are you excited about?
2: Well, kind of neat to uh, see a, a veteran guy come into a position like that. I mean, I think we're, we're trying to keep it under wraps for a little while longer just because they want to announce the kids, but talking around it, it's uh, – it's kind of neat to see um, a, a veteran kind of, kind of coach come into that position because Centennial's had some had some struggles there. I know Coach Tony Hill, who's at Independent, recently hired last month. I think um, you know he was able to elevate the program to heights it's never been, and that uh, the first year it was a winning season, <laughs> and they were able to make a sectional by his last year. So, uh, you know, it it just shows that, you know, when you when you have someone come in and committed, you could you could uh, kind of create a program. But for the last couple of years, it's really been one of those struggle ones. So um, I think there's there's opportunity there for for big turnaround. And uh, it starts with having a a great leader step in someone who's experienced and uh, had a lot of basketball, been on the sidelines quite a while, seems like.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be a really big hire, and it's going to make a splash when it is announced today around two o'clock. Is that right? Is
2: that right? Ish. Yes, yes. Yes.
0: So that's going to be um, a lot of that, fun. Now that's we
2: got, uh, that one we got is under of, wraps. Yeah, yeah, that
0: one's under yeah. wraps. One that's not under wraps is Page High School. They that, now, they have a new boys basketball coach, and that is Jared Street. He comes over from Battleground Academy. This is going to be an interesting hire for the Patriots
2: good point yes and that I talked to Jared on the phone yesterday and he was just super excited about the opportunity and you know he spent the last three years with the BGA team and the BGA team that uh you know was kind of going through some growth for, or growth pains I feel like trying to figure out uh, some identity things and and he was able to lead them still when the time counted to uh make it to the, the let's see the region quarterfinals of that so the way that works, you know, you got to have a, a big district win, similar to our District 11 AAA there. But when they needed a win, they'd find a way to win. And he did that all three years, able to push that team deep into the postseason, even though their record might not show it. I think last year they went 8-18 eight and 18 overall. But they had three wins in late February. So uh, it just shows where, you know, the, the, the challenge around that. And that's a tough league to be playing in, too. So Jared's uh, got a young family. He's got a... Um, his daughters are turning four, I think, next month. He's got a two-year-old son. Um, he talked a lot about just the family and the relationships, and I think that's going to go a long way when you go to a page team that uh, he's the third coach in three years. So they're going to be looking for that kind of relationship building right away, and you know, I still feel like some of those families will be a little hesitant, but when you have a young family coming in, and they're going to be in the gym a lot, and you're going to see a lot of those kids, you're going to see a lot of his wife, Brittany, on the sidelines and hanging out practices, things like that. I think that uh, establishes a really good level of respect from some relationship building right out of the block, and that's what Page needs. I think.
0: I think they could certainly use some stability in that program, um, and personally, I think they could use some a, a cooler head than they have had. So, um, mm-hmm. but that's that that's a personal uh, issue there that. Justin Lamb probably could tell you about, but we'll just leave that there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, Charles, it has been a whirlwind of an off season in basketball in Williamson County with independence getting some new coaches. Paige getting the new coach. We got Centennial being hired today. Kevin Dyson being named principal at Centennial High School. That's gonna be a lot of fun. <laughs> this seems like um Williamson County is getting ready to have a a lot of New blood, and you know we've got new football coaches, new basketball coaches. It's going to be a a great transition into that fourth class, where yeah. everything yeah. gets a little crazy.
2: Oh, I know. And that, you know, just talking using Paige as an example, they're going to be staying in AAA as we expand to the fourth, you know, divisions here within Division or four classifications within Division one, and they're going to be. Probably the biggest AAA school, and I think that's going to give them a leg up right out of the right out of the gate there. But you know, playing a team like your Lawrence Counties, your Lincoln Counties, um, I think Spring Hills in that Tullahoma, um, that little that district's going to be very unique, and Page is going to be kind of the the big big school among them. Um, and then like there's lots of these. There's there's new coaches, and then there's some familiar faces in different spots across the board. I'm uh, really intrigued about who's going to come in to take over the Brentwood boys' position because that one kind of caught me off guard a little bit. To see, Coach Greg Shirley exit after six years, that is a a big time program to try to try to take over, and it's kind of a I feel like it's kind of an intimidating one. Um, you know, there's there's always success at Brentwood High, and especially in the boys' basketball program. Coach mm-hmm. Shirley took them to a pair of state tournaments. Uh, they were finished they never finished below second place in the district standing in his entire tenure. And then this is coming off of uh, you know, legendary coach Dennis King. So who's going to want to come in and, and try to take <laughs> over. And then, you know, on top of that, they had a big senior class leaving and in, in John Winley and Mason Redner and, and you know, uh, that's an intimidating one. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Charles, you're, I mean, you go everywhere. You see everything. I heard you were at the grade A track meet this week. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that, what went down there and what type of kids you saw?
2: Oh, yeah. thats uh, I think my, my highlight race out of that was actually watching the 1,600-meter run for the girls' side. Um, Page High School has a senior named Lee Walters. Uh, Brentwood has a senior named Caitlin Vandercock. Uh, there was uh, Jane Halterman as well, the freshman from Independence. That was just a – act great and uh lee was able to, to set the pace right away ran a fast blistering time of 4:53.35. 35 she won it but she was one of four girls to break the five minute barrier wow. which was just fantastic and you know this the, the girls that didn't quite make it were right there as well there's uh, the cookville girl landry wilcox uh abby faith cheeseman i think a Webb school alden plant in nolensville and then another Brentwood runner and Peyton Strauss, all of those girls were right there on that five minute barrier. It was just a heck of a race. I think that was the one that really stood out the most, but, uh, Lee was able to, to, uh, fend off Bella of, uh, Harpeth hall right at the end there for the title. So kind of neat to see her do that. She's been running, um, the 800 kind of for speed. And I think she placed fifth there, but, uh, her her bread and butter is going to be the 16 and 32, and uh, Caitlin was able. Caitlin Vandercock was able to take the the 3200, um, and she's run some blistering times there. I think her and Lee are the only ones to go sub 11. And uh, it, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to seeing the state tournament as they as they get closer. I think Caitlin Vandercock's getting faster. She said she's getting faster, and she said she could feel a little faster. Um, especially after putting up a 458 so she was able to break the five minute barrier for the first time She uh, last week at Siegel she broke uh, I think she did 1050-32 so I think the distance running was, was a big one that was neat to see looking at the boys side it was uh, it was hard not to watch Barry and Brown at Pearl Cone <laughs> he had a, a sub 1100 he won the 200 in 2158 um, and then helped anchor the boys in a uh, record-setting 4x400, uh, four so it was it was fun. There was a loaded day. The grade 8 is always one of my favorite ones because it just brings some of the best uh, times, best jumpers, best everything, and everybody gets to gather. There's no heat. There's no anything. It's just event after event after event, and it's back again this year. So pretty good weather day, too, so it was a fun one to be out there.
0: Yeah, going back just for a moment to that Jane Halterman um, in the grade 8 1600, 455-63, that's number two on the Indy all-time list behind uh, uh, Kathy Kroger, of course.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and number 14 yeah.
0: on the all-time Tennessee Girls 1600 list, which means I assume the winner was probably top 10 all-time. Uh, yes, that.
2: exactly. Well, that's, you're talking about numbers like that, and that was Jane taking third. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. It's yeah. it's just mm-hmm. insane how great that race was. So exactly. you're exactly right. Yeah. Man, mm-hmm. I, you know, I am just – I am loving the, the differences that we are seeing in Williamson County from every single school having, a, I guess, kind of athletes in every sport where it, it allows us as journalists to be able to – Enjoy, covering some of these sports that don't necessarily always get a lot of love. So mm-hmm. when you're t- mm-hmm. like today, there's supposed to be a track and field event at Fairview. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. think that's going to happen. It may. I don't. I, I don't know how that works. Do they do they run track and field in the rain? I assume they uh, don't. <laughs>
2: not as. Yeah, I think that one's going to go ahead and get pushed. But I think it's going to make Friday actually really really busy. Unfortunately. <laughs>
0: that, that, that's the problem. But we get to see some of these, these unique sports and enjoy it because we see such a high level of competition, not only in Williamson County, but all of middle Tennessee.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you get to, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a huge advocate of multi-sport people mm-hmm. and uh, you know, any, any opportunity. And that was, you know, I, I mentioned uh, the Brentwood boys there, Mason Redner, for example, was one of the guards for the, the, the basketball team. And he's, out doing track for the first time it's like yeah doing the high jump doing this uh, you know help out with the uh, relay team that kind of stuff is just huge uh there was a uh, Brentwood Academy girl Jayla Lee was busy all day Tuesday at the grade eight she you know competed in the 400 she was the anchor in the four by 400 relay she was a high jumper she did it. she just did it all and I, I love that and here she is you know a, a basketball standout, and um, it, it, it's just neat to see the cross. Reagan Grimes the Ravenwood took second in the shot put. You know, she's one of the, the top players in District 11, AAA, coming back next year. Um, those kind of things are, you know, those kind of athletes really stand out to me. And then it helps really bring in someone like me, you know, when in terms of uh, it's nice knowing – faces from, you know, the sports that I'm always at. Like I'm a big basketball fan.
0: And they know you, which is a huge deal.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So true. And, you know, fortunately I was I was hanging out at cross country a lot this fall. Um and that's where I was able to be around the Lee Walters and the Caitlin's and the Jane halterman So, you know, I've talked to them at cross country meets and uh they were successful there and uh, finding success again here in the spring season. So you know, these, these kids are, are uh, I don't know, it, it's just more accommodating now, and it's exciting to go see them compete in different stuff, too. Um, I was just talking to Matt Thurman, actually. He's one of our, he was our AMP Trophy Gateway Tire Player of the Year for the uh, the boys' winter season um, at the uh, Franklin Basketball Standout. He's actually just signed to go to uh, University of Alabama at Huntsville, and, uh, you know, he's on the baseball team. and uh you know we had a great time i was at a franklin baseball game and he just came and chit-chatted in between innings and that kind of stuff just goes a long way it's nice to have those interactions especially in the spring sports and you know we were robbed of spring sports last year so it it Mm -hmm. just makes it all more fun to be around
0: around. we were talking mo and i were talking about trey hunter yesterday trey is a three-sport athlete baseball football and basketball and that's pretty cool to watch matt did you play multiple sports in high school
3: Yeah, I was always, like, a wannabe basketball player because I was the uh, short, you know, white, chubby kid that wasn't very good. And I I always held on to that promise, like, well, Michael Jordan didn't make it his freshman year, so I have an excuse, and, you know, I never... I never really developed as a basketball player, so they just <laughs> threw me on the offensive line and said, uh, "Hey, chubby, get over there." And you know, it ended up working out pretty good, so I'm happy. <laughs> it but out.
0: I, uh, yeah, yeah I, yeah, I always
3: loved basketball, baseball, and football, and you know, football was my sport. The other ones I tried and didn't really succeed. <sighs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's
2: that—that that true trades one of those guys. I mean, it's you know, it's one thing to. Now, not to take away from a, a track and field guy who's, you know, uh, the 400, the 800 are, I think, some of the toughest competitions you could do. But Trey's doing those big team sport ones, man. I mean, he was a huge contributor uh, across the board uh, in basketball and football. And now to play baseball, too, it's like, oh, my gosh, where do you even start?
0: <laughs> I, I, I played three sports my freshman year. Um I played three sports all throughout high school. I just didn't play school baseball. Um, so it's, it is tough to do. Uh, I, I mean, I was at a small school where a lot of kids played multiple sports, and that's because it was just out of necessity, kind of like at Zion Christian, where if you don't play, they don't have a team. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that's the tough part. But it is awesome to see those kids and really cool – You know, and we are getting ready for spring fling. I'm sure you are excited about district tournaments getting started. We are excited about that 11 AAA baseball tournament because it is going to be a doozy.
2: No doubt, no doubt. Ravenwood was able to, uh, you know, clinch that regular season title. And, you know, there's so much put into the regular season based off of that. Summit and Brentwood were right there with them to the end, and Ravenwood was able to Man, they just got the bat swinging at the right time to, to move in there. But yeah, that tournament with um, Summit and Brentwood to think that only one of them gets to move on here too, and then you throw in the you know some of these other teams that are finding ways. Uh, you know, I watched AJ Russell on the mound for Franklin a couple times. That kid's an ace, so they always have an opportunity when he's pitching. And uh, it, it you know it's a tournament sport, and it's going to be a fun one. Soccer, same kind of thing. Thinking on uh, the Brentwood boys clinch this week, I think the regular season title. Um, Franklin, a huge challenger to, to grab that number two spot. Softball-wise, we got so much going on, man. Yeah, it's, it's that time.
0: <laughs> oh, no doubt. No doubt at all. Charles, thanks so much for hanging out with us and uh, joining us today on Thursday, a day that you typically wouldn't – be with us so we appreciate you taking that time and hanging out. So um enjoy your I guess you're probably day off today. Uh,
2: yeah. Well thanks to uh thanks to the rain, yeah. Yeah. It'll it'll be there. There's always something to be done, but
0: uh I'm go feed the cows things. or something.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: You can you can do some chores around the farm. It'll be okay. It's all right. Yep,
2: yep. We'll knock it out. Just, hey Matt Congratulations by the way man super excited for you.
0: Um, thank thank that's you gonna so be much. A lot of fun.
3: I appreciate it even though Chris told me you didn't vote for me but that's okay. <laughs> I'm totally joking. <laughs> oh, you are no, the man. man. <laughs> uh, thank you. Under the butt. <laughs> no, honestly, thank you so much man. I'm a uh, I'm pumped man. I'm pumped to be representing Williamson County and obviously our Titans it is going to be a really really fun year and um come on, come kick it with me in the booth. It'll be fun. <laughs> right on. Well, I'll be in touch, man. Super cool. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much.
0: Uh, that is Charles right. Charles Pulliam on the Parks and Motor Sales Hotline joining us as he does each and every week, brought to you by the Williamson Herald, the best in sports coverage from Fairview to Nolensville, Brentwood to Spring Hill. You can't get high school sports coverage in print anywhere else in Williamson County. And it's even what we do, Mo and I, is not as good as what they do digitally. So if you are looking for sports coverage, it's always Charles and Joe. They do a fantastic job. So make sure to check out WilliamsonHerald.com and subscribe to the paper today. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some baseball action from around the southern Middle Tennessee area on southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We'll be right back. School sports. Here's Mo and Chris. You did it again. You said Mo. <laughs> Dad gummit, JP. It's all JP's fault. Uh, welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid Tennessee and Joint. We are so excited to have you on the show. WZYX down in Franklin County. We appreciate you guys down there and all our friends on WKOM 1017 and Facebook slash Twitter, and on our website, sm-tnsports.com, where you can find all the best and local sports coverage. It's going to be a really um, really interesting second hour as we're going to talk Titans, talk some Braves, uh, talk a little bit about the Preds and where they're sitting. Uh, got a lot to get to. So stick around, but first we're going to keep our high school stuff going as we talk Franklin County baseball, who fell to Lincoln County last night, but big night for uh, McKeon Whitsitt. He was one for two, scored two runs and had a couple RBIs for the Rebels. Uh, Wyatt Lowe was two for three. He also had an RBI and Gavin Hill had a run batted in as well as Gaddis Henley Uh Henley started the game and, uh, gave up gave eight up runs, eight earned. eight earned, nine runs, eight of them earned on seven hits. He did strike out three and two and two and two thirds. Uh, Peyton Miller came in, uh, also gave up several runs, but this is a young Franklin County team. They're going to get better. Um, Ben Davis over in Lincoln County went three and a third. Uh, gave up four earned, walked four, struck out one, um, Nathan McAdams with a big day for uh, Lincoln County. He went three for four, scored three runs, three RBIs. Um, my guess is Chance Ash, Ashley, who went one for four with four RBIs and a home run. I'm going to guess that, that one hit was a grand slam. <laughs> Just deducing yep. here. Just deducing. <laughs> yeah,
1: we have played detective every so often
0: here. Sometimes we do have to play detective on the show. It is what it is i mean, um I know Summertown had a big win last night. The Eagles got a twelve nothing win over fairview i believe um so that was a obviously a a a big win for them um Gavin Burleson went five scoreless on 63 pitches. He threw 45 strikes in 63 pitches. This seems to be something – these folks who are pounding the zone like this seem to be uh, a trend, I see.
1: Well, that's, you know, <clears throat> when I was coaching my my younger teams and stuff like that, that was the one thing I kept telling the pitchers. I don't – you know, speed helps, mm-hmm. but throwing strikes is paramount. And if you can throw strikes. you got eight other guys behind you. Actually, seven other guys behind you. To, to help you out, you know, get them involved in the game and, and stuff like that. When you can throw that number of strikes, uh, you're you're keeping your team involved. Yes, you're going to get your strikeouts, but more importantly, you're using your team behind you, and you are limiting your pitch
0: count. And yeah, that's, and that I, that's is thing. high. That is a high priority anymore in high school. Well, and you know, it's really a high priority everywhere because everybody's on a pitch count,
1: right? A, I mean, yeah, yeah. Even up to the, the high school's a little bit more what I well, call draconian about it, and that, well, yeah, because yeah, they, I mean, it's they not a absolutely. recommended thing; it's a mandatory thing. Sure, but, but I uh, mean, almost but, yeah.
0: everybody at every level is on a pitch count at this point. So, and that's why I don't understand some of these teams who are, you know, you get a kid O two and you throw one in the dirt. Why? Like, if I'm if I'm the, a hitter, the baseball
1: the, the the baseball mantra tradition, you never throw strike. 0-2, you make them chase it you make them hit your pitch you make them hit the bad pitch or something like that well, now this, Greg Maddox will tell you that the that's pitch crazy count, right and, and the pitch count and the new emphasis on the pitch count has taken that out of it's it's fading it's not a way, especially with your older coaches and stuff like that but uh but yeah it's you know especially with the with the high school with the middle school and stuff like middle school is even more is, is even tighter than the high school you know they have an 85 pitch count yeah and uh, you're trying to get in six, seven innings, and in, in with 85 pitches, with That's a middle just, schooler, with middle schooler, yeah. And, and you just say, don't, don't worry about waste pitches. <laughs> We're going after these guys all yeah. the way. You, you can get them in three. If you can get them in three, in fact, perfect. The the perfect inning for me is three pitches, three outs. It, right. And, three ground balls. Yeah. Three ground <laughs> balls. Use your team. You got a team behind you. Use them and let's go.
0: That is the perfect inning. You, yeah. Striking out in nine pitches is not yeah. as perfect as. Three ground balls. I've had
1: had several kids go deep into a game. We'll get into the fourth or fifth inning. they got a no hitter going. They're pitching. They're dominant and stuff like that. The problem is they're striking everybody out, and so they're having to use three to five pitches every Mm -hmm. batter, and they run out of pitches before we can finish the game off.
0: Yep. Uh, Grant Burleson went yak again with a three-run jack. His 12th of the season, I'm still advocating for him as a Mr. Baseball candidate. Um, Drake Blackwood hit his 10th home run of the season for Summertown. So, big win there for the Eagles. Um, Summit, 10-3 to three over Page, And as you heard, Charles, you know, this is a team that was right in the thick of things in that 11-AAA. This is one of those districts that puts emphasis on the regular season. The regular season champion is automatically in the regional tournament. So the district champion will, or whoever Ravenwood beats in the finals, if Ravenwood were to win the district tournament, would move on to the regional. Summit scored six runs in the fourth inning last night. That was a A pretty big one. Um, Devin Thrain had a triple. Austin Nephew singled a home run from Austin Kincaid. Um, That was huge. Summit also scored, I think, three in the – so Page scored three in the top of the third. Summit came back in the bottom half and tied it up, and that was pretty much it the rest of the way. Um, Five hits for the Patriots. Max fell went two and a third. He gave up all three of those earned runs in the third. That's when Jason Ham replaced him. Uh Ham went four and two thirds, gave up five hits, no runs, struck out six, had a couple of walks, but a uh, huge win for the Spartans as they uh continue to they're they're gonna continue to need uh strong pitching because that is kind of where they struggle right now and as the season has gotten has gone on they have gotten better and i feel like this is a team that has an opportunity even with Brentwood you know Brentwood obviously 21 and 3 i think on the year they you know Ravenwood i think beat them once and and somehow won the tiebreaker um Ravenwood may have actually swept Brentwood i'm not really sure but uh, Brentwood has not lost a lot of ball games, So that's a team that everybody's looking to to be in the, the finals of that district. And to you make get your, if you can get your pitching in line, that will cure a lot of ills. It's, uh, I mean, it is the most important yes. thing, period. There, um, there, there's nothing more important than getting your pitching in line. That, that, that's it. So,
1: You can take a mediocre hitting team. You've got a good pitcher. You're a great pitcher on the mound. You're competitive in any game. And that's, uh, you know, that's, that's just how important that, that position is for
0: him. Um, yesterday in baseball action, I believe, Forrest down to Mount Pleasant 10-2. They were so nice after the game on Twitter because obviously Kennedy Mathis, a Forrest graduate, they weren't going to be mean to him. Uh, it's, you know, it's important to note that, one, Forrest is a really good double-A team. Uh, Mount Pleasant, who did, who was able to wrap up the number two spot in the 10A tournament with Santa Fe's loss to Richland um, thanks to their sweep of the Wildcats earlier this year. So that 10A tournament, man, is going to be a lot of fun. It really yeah, is. Uh,
1: that's, that's the district I coached in when right. I was coaching. Collier. And actually there's been kind of a reversal. Uh, you know, for a long time, Hampshire, you know, Santa Fe, Hampshire, and stuff like that. We're we're not very strong in the district and stuff. And uh, now, you know that reversal, and it's good to see. You know, it's good to spread out that that, that competitive level and and stuff like that. So, uh, I'm glad to see that the that the whole district now is becoming a little yeah. bit more balanced. It, it,
0: it is a little. It's got a little more more uh, parity to it. Yeah. No doubt. Brennan Miller was on the mound for the Rockets. Same kid who struck out like. 10 of Summertown's kids the left-handed freshman yeah. he was fantastic he gave up no runs on two hits and uh, over five in the third inning struck out 11 um, Gavin Whitehead was on the bump for Mount Pleasant and took the loss he went four in uh, third he allowed just three runs on five hits and struck out four um, <clears throat> Miller also went deep for the Rockets from the left side of the plate so there you go um that's kind of the uh I guess the the whole kit and caboodle recap there. on that. That's the recap. Um really really just trying to get to uh to the second hour where we get a chance get a chance to talk with with Matt Rogers a little more. Uh he had to dip out. Uh he had an obligation in Nashville which is
1: I'm assuming it's part of his new. I have no idea. Part of his new position, more than likely.
0: But and, uh, uh, but we know that they are excited to have him up in Nashville. So we're going to talk to him about. As are we. We're uh, excited
1: yeah. for for him and uh, the fact that our with our connection to him, we almost feel like we're on the vanguard. You know, we, we are. We, we kind of caught him before everyone else did.
0: That's and uh, right. <laughs> me and Mo were talking about that yesterday. We're like y'all just got introduced to Matt Rogers. We've been knowing him. <laughs> That's right. So, we'll Um, get to talk to him about his new gig with the Titans. We'll get to talk to him about uh, what he thinks the Titans are going to do because it's draft night. So, we're going to talk a lot of NFL draft.
1: A lot of dreams are made and shattered Yep. all at the same time tonight.
0: No doubt. So, we will get to that in the second hour. We'll also talk about the Atlanta Braves as well, their 10-0 win, and maybe Freddie Freeman's strikeout against um, (laughs) – I, I'm just saying. That's going I, to be
1: a while before that one gets lived down. Yeah, no
0: doubt. No doubt. All right. Of course, so, it's hard to it's
1: hard to swing a bat when you're up there laughing. on your knees laughing.
0: Right. <laughs> so we'll get to all that in the next hour. So stick around on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We'll be right back.